Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two. One. What is up, all my sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl Sapphire, and your fit and dirty girl, yeah. And we have a special, special guest tonight. And I gotta say, I think she might be an earplay first for all of us, which is great. But I want to say hello to Miss Constance of the List. It's a new elite dating app or matchmaking app. Should we say matchmaking or dating? Thank you for having me. Yeah, you can say matchmaking. I mean, we are first and foremost a matchmaking um, company, but we are taking it onto a mobile application. We are modernizing uh, the way traditional matchmaking has been done for years. Love it. And as many of the listeners know, Yaz is single. I, I say that I'm single, but I'm poly. <laughs> so there's like a little bit of gray area. It's partner. <laughs> And sometimes partners. Yes, yes. I do I'm have. <laughs> I mean, I do have it's like. Just for like two weeks and then it's like, uh, not no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far, the main two, it's been, it's been good. So there's Suit and Tie, who is my dom slash business partner, lover. Been with him for like three years. And then I have a girlfriend who's married. <laughs> And that's been going on for a year. So very, very complicated dating life that I have. And then I'll have like my trinkle, my trinket of of my poly friends that I I like to uh, date as well. I love it. Modern dating. Modern dating indeed. Yes. Why don't we tell Constance your situation right now? Well, I've been single since 2009. I was out of a five-year relationship. Um, I got into porn. And then in 2016, I stopped doing porn and decided to get into the dating scene because I didn't want to date anybody while I was in the industry. It was more so like one of those things you can't really explain to somebody in a monogamous relationship, hey, this is what I like doing. Because I would say a few years ago, not too many guys were into, you know, the fact that their girlfriend would do porn. So I never considered dating anybody. So as I'm getting into this, you know, adult, more adult me retiring out of the industry I've been wanting to date and it's been so difficult to find a guy that wants to just really date they'll be consistent before we have sex they'll be communicative uh want to do stuff with me and then we have sex a few times have a great time but then the communication starts fizzling and it's more so once here and there conversation so I'm like what am I not doing right? Or is it just like the guys are still stuck in that they want to experience a porn star, but I don't act like a porn star. I'm super normal. So I don't know if it's because they felt like I should have been more a wilder person or I don't I don't know what a, what they're expecting of me. Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna chime in here if that's okay. Um you know, today's today in today's dating uh, world, there's so many dating apps out there, and it's become a very flooded, flooded market. So what is happening is that you 
there's so many swiping it, swipe, swipe, swipe. And everyone's always looking for the next shiny thing to come along that no one, after a few dates, even if it's fantastic, um, they're like, okay, well, what else is out there? Or even worse, they're on a fantastic date, but they're, they're you know, person they're on a date with goes to the restroom and what do they do? They pull out their app and start swiping because it's so, so setting up a thing afterwards. Yeah, it's so easy now just to look, you know, but before you had to put, you know, effort into dating. And now, so, I mean, how, how hard is it to swipe, right? And connect with someone and have pen pals. A lot of it is just, honestly, it's just a lot of pen pals out there. And people, yeah, it's just like this instant gratification of, oh my gosh, yay, I got a match. But to actually take it offline and to actually get it to go anywhere is a problem that 90% of the people that are doing online dating have. And that's one of the problems that you know we're trying to solve. You both said two very important things. One, the fact of the matter is, is like, like Yaz said, it's like she's mad cool, you know, just because she is a former adult talent. She's mad cool. Like she is a regular woman. She is a regular nine to five woman. And I feel like Yaz has so much to bring to the table. Like, first of all, the woman cooks. Like, you, you know how to throw down in the kitchen, guys. Let alone, you hold good conversation. Um, she's, like, obsessed with sports. I mean, Raiders, Warriors. So what man out there wouldn't want that total package? Like, a girl who cooks, a girl that watches the game with you. Maybe on the side, she might check out a chick with you, you know? And, like, and then Constance, you said it, too. Problem is, people aren't making connections. It's almost like we're swiping for validity. And I've heard my other friends say it. Like, I even caught myself, like, I'll go on. I still have a Tinder. Am I actively seeking anybody? No. I just kind of like the boost of confidence that, oh, okay. I look good in my profile pictures. Okay, I can go about my day. I know I'm attracted to somebody out there. Or, in this case, my 3,000. I kid you not. I have 3,000 matches. And I've maybe met maybe 20 on the out of the five years or four years that I've been on Tinder. I've met only about 20 of those Tinder, those Tinderonies. <laughs> you had horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I do have some horror stories indeed. I mean, we have definitely talked about that. But I, I again, it's just like, okay. Yeah, as you said, an important thing too. You're like, okay, what am I doing wrong? And Constance, you even wrote an article in your uh, founder story. And you even said like, you were actively on dating sites before you developed the list. And you constantly asked yourself, what are you doing wrong? So for the people out there that are listening and they're trying OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, all these free dating apps or call them for what they are, fucking apps. <laughs> Okay. Um, what do you think the biggest issue on on all spectrums that people are making the mistake of? I I think that you gotta make it happen. So if you're really if you're on these sites and you're really looking for um, you know, a relationship, then if if you're talking to someone for a week, two weeks and he or she, or let's say he hasn't asked you out yet and taken it offline, the chances of it that it was going to probably happen are probably not. So I say cut your losses, get rid of him, move on to the next. Stop wasting your time having these meaningless conversations because it takes 
forever. And people just spend hours and hours and hours with pen pals online. So I say, start first by having a conversation, cut through the beat, cut through the bullshit. <laughs> ask what you want to ask. Do not be afraid to be abrupt women. Be like, listen, your time, your time is valuable. Like don't let him waste it. So ask the questions that you want to ask. If he thinks it's too forward, then cut him, cut him loose. Like let him go. There's again, plenty of other people out there, but you want someone that's looking for the same things as you are. So figure it out really what it is you want, make a list, ask those questions. If you think that you're a good match, say, Hey, let's make this happen. Let's meet in the next, you know, 24, 48 hours somewhere safe, of course, um, and make it happen. And if he's not willing to make it happen, if he's not willing to, you know, get off the couch and take you out on a date, then see you later. It sounds so simple though. It's like the littlest thing. And I feel like, I don't, I don't know why people have like a phobia. Like, yes, when you tell guys, you know, on the dating apps, like when's the last time you were on Tinder or any of the dating apps that you used? The only dating app I would say I'm using right now and it's not even dating app is Instagram. Yo! I would say links that with more people on Instagram than I do on a Tinder. Just because Tinder, there's so many fake profiles, you don't know if that person's actually real. Yep, that's absolutely, and you know, as matchmakers, we, we search um, Instagram. We search Instagram for clients. We, you know, we kind of, we go through like one profile, who are they connected to, go to the next one. And we message people and we reach out and we get to know them. And that's, you know, we meet people all the time on Instagram for our clients. So you mean to tell me the list is sliding in DMs as we speak? <laughs> we are sliding in DMs all day, all night. <laughs> and we're sliding in DMs on LinkedIn too, because of oh, that. True. Business professionals are that you know those are you can see what they do you can see what kind of they're verified where they're going they're verified we know they're actually you know legit um but oh yeah we reach out to men and women on linkedin too and you know we usually we're not not to sell our services but we'll say hey you know we have a client that we think you would be a great fit for and we'd love to chat with you and see if it'd be a good and for the most part everyone is if, if they're you know they're, they're flattered because it's always nice to hear, hey, we think you're a catch, right? Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. Instead of been having a bad day and they got off that DM, I'm like, ooh, for real? That's me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so it's funny because there was an article that I read and I was just typing up, like, what is the most, like, frequent dating app? And like Yaz said, it's Instagram. But yet here I am, I get frustrated with Instagram because here's my horror story. Just recently, on two separate occasions, one is a follower and like a, an earbud, as I call him, a fan. And he follows my page and he follows you, Yaz. And I know who you know I'm probably talking about because he always has some dumb shit to say in the DMs. Like he always has like... We have to talk about that off air. Girl, we're, we all going to com compare because you're going to be like, oh, yes, I remember this fucker. So this guy told me that he slid in this girl's DM at the gym. Now, tell me if this is okay. borderline. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? I don't know who, but keep going, keep going. Okay, okay. So he slid in this girl's DM at the gym and he asked me, is this stalking? I said, Hell yes, it is. She didn't ask 
for your permission to one go and seek her out on Instagram. He saw her at the gym, then he went on to like whatever gym profile he was on, and then instant mess and like DM'd her saying like, "Hey, you look good, you know, doing your squats or whatever." Tell me that's not borderline stalking. I would be so mad, right? But it's it's happened to me before. When I lived in SoCal, it's happened to me before, and I had to change gyms. You had to change gyms? Yes, girl. So there's only one 24-hour fitness in Moreno Valley. Otherwise, I've got to go to Riverside. So there's only one. And me, you know, I have that. I go to the gym at any hour. Yes. So sometimes I like going late or real early, early when it's still dark. So the guy was like, oh, my God, you go to the 24-hour fitness on my house. That was one message. Then I scroll back, and I look at messages before then. I don't look at all my messages. And he's a fan. And this guy had sent me so many still pics of my porn movie. And I'm like, this is weird. So then I post another, like, gym whatever selfie a week later. He sends me another one, like, oh, I can't wait to bump into you when you go to the gym. Uh, and I'm like, and this is this, this, and it's a late night gym session, and he's sitting in his DM. I'm like, I don't like, you know, like I, I don't know you, and the times that I go to the gym, I, I, I don't want to talk to anybody. So I had to change my gym because going for Austin and Marina Valley was the only one. I, feel I had to go. The the gym is a really tricky spot to meet someone because. For the majority of us business professionals, we're busy. We're, we get in the gym. We want to do our thing. We don't want to be bothered. We want to get in, get a great workout in, and then get out, right? Mm-hmm. However, however, we women complain. We all complain, gosh, no one, no men just walk up to me anymore and say, hey, you know, ask me on a person. Like, it's that's how you did it back day, right? And it was flattering. Like, a guy came, came up to you and said, you know, you look nice or whatever. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more. What's your name? I'd love to take you out. And that was a flattering thing. But today people aren't doing that. And a lot of people, you know, they go to, they get up, they go to the gym, they go to work and they go home. So when they're at the gym, that's one of their spots that they're like, well, I'm not out at the bars anymore, you know, meeting people. So this is probably, if I'm going to hit onto someone, this is going to be like maybe the spot that I would do it. But it's like the creepiest place to do it. So it's like, it's tough. It's like as much as it's flattering, you know, and, and we want to encourage men to, yes, go out or and women. I shouldn't just say men. We want to encourage everyone to, hey, if you see someone and you're interested, go up, get the balls, ask them out. Like, why not, you know? Yeah. Like, what are you waiting for? Don't, don't again, like, I like to ha- see things taken offline and, and see people ask people out in person. But, yeah. you know, the gym is tough. It's like you're, kind, you're in there, you're, you're in, like, your tight clothes, and you're like, oh, God, is he staring at my ass? You know, it's just, uh, it's, 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 a di- it's a different place. But, but men, any men out there, if you have been eyeing that girl at the gym and you're dying to ask her out, I, I say, I say go for it and just see. She might have to change gym. <laughs> I mean, but I, I date somebody that worked out at the gym and our date was cool until I went to his house. The guy had roaches. <gasps> no! God. What? He had lotion? Uh, I didn't tell. I, 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 he I had roaches. Oh. So 
So mind you, okay, so this guy, he goes to the gym with me. We follow each other on IG. This is when I lived in LA. So I decided to go out with him. I usually don't date Latin men, but I'm like, you know, he's attractive. I'll try it. But I have a stereotypical, like, theory in my mind about Spanish men. And I said to my friend, you know her, my old roomie. Oh, yes. I was like, I don't date them because the stereotype is that they have roaches. Set myself up for that. So we go out, the date's great. We went to the rabbit hole. We had drinks. It was great. We made out in the Uber. Hey. So if you know that you have roaches, don't bring me to your house. Like you would suggest, let's go to your mine, right? So then here we go to his place. First thing that us women like to do, we like to go to the bathroom. So I'm in the bathroom, I'm buzzed. I'm looking through my purse and I look down the ground and there are roaches crawling around. Oh. Okay. Like, okay, maybe it's just the bathroom, right? I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt now. So I go to his room, and there's more crawling on his floor, on the carpet. I said, oh, no, this is normal. What the fuck so was he doing? Huh? What the fuck was he doing? I don't know. He has roommates, but I don't know. The house don't look dirty, but it's just like, dog, you know you have critters here? Why did you bring me here? And you were expecting us to continue our makeout that we're having. No, I'm kind of over it now. I, I live right, like two blocks away. I'll, I'm going to walk home. So I, I just told him I had something early to do the next day. You know, I can't stay no more. Blase, blase. Never went on a date with him again. But then I have always seen him at the gym. And then it's like, fuck, I don't like him. And I I, I, I have to see him. It's like, going, like dating somebody at work. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't work out, and you have to see them every day. It's like, yeah. Oh my god! It's, it's like, <laughs> wait. So did you tell him like nobody approaches? No, I oh. didn't want to embarrass him because the way I would have said it wouldn't have been nice. <laughs> so I just like you know what? I'm just gonna leave my own ghost him. Whatever I have to do. Oh my god! I love it. That's crazy. Oh god! I mean. In that instance, he kind of deserves a ghosting. But I gotta say, ghosting is probably, man, I hate being ghosted. Top thing of 2019, we tend to ghost each other. Like there's no like explanation, like this is not gonna work. We just stop texting and calling and liking pictures on social media. Like it's just a silent gypsy exit, <laughs> is what I would say. That's that's my thing. I do a lot of gypsy exits. I feel you. I'll be like in a mid conversation with someone. And then the next thing I know, the conversation absolutely goes nowhere. But then get this. I always post on my Instagram, like when I get these random messages from guys, I have a guy who for the past three years, I've moved to San Diego, I've moved back to LA, he and I never once responded. I think I told him once like, hey, I don't live in LA anymore. It's not going to work out. But yet, Six months later, hey. Three months later, hey. Two months later, hey. Then one night, there was like 50 <laughs> messages. And I'm just like, dude. Wow. I'm not responding. At that point, does my ghosting ask, like, is that karma? Or is it just the fact that the man, okay, in my opinion, he was a cute guy. But a horrible lay. Like, horrible. 
feel like the persistent ones are the work legs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, he 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 can be ghosted. He can be ghosted. Okay. Because <laughs> like, have you guys ever been ghosted? But you, they still watch all of your Instagram stories. Fuck yes. What is that about? It's like, okay, we can we. By the way, men, when you watch an Instagram story, whoever is story it is, they can see everyone who views it. I don't know if people know that. So uh, it's, it cracks me up. It's like, okay, you you know, you you won't, I uh, you know, you won't text me back. You won't return my call, but you still follow me on Instagram and follow and watch every single thing that I do throughout the day. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I've even sent a message to one guy and I said, hey, um, so I'll text you and you don't reply to me, but yet. You are constantly in my DM. You're constantly on my Instagram, looking at my stories. You comment on all of my photos. And yet, I can't even get a simple text back. Like, obviously, I'm not important. But I don't understand. I don't... I think the biggest thing that confuses me the most is why people think it's socially acceptable. If you have a girl's digits or a guy's digits, why do they feel the need to use social media? Wouldn't you want to take it offline? I don't understand what's the biggest fear of taking the connection offline. Like, why is a phone, a text, or a call so intimate in that they are so scared to take whatever antics they're doing from the uh, from you know social media and like I said, if you have my digits, call me, text me. Obviously, I gave you my number for a reason. So why do you find the need to message on every post, like every post, but I can't even get a text message or a simple phone call, a five minute phone call even? Yeah, yeah, it's more so the phone calls. Just pick up the phone and, and say hi. You know, even stop with all of the texting back and forth. No one, no one picks up the phone and, and says hello anymore. You know. No. Cause that's just what it is, you know, but a lot of it too, is when you when take it offline and like really offline and meet in person, so many people online are misrepresenting themselves, even on Instagram, everything's so shiny and Ooh, look at me. I have this life and it's, it's not reality, you know, it's not real. And, and people, when you actually meet them in person, you're like, Oh, you're, you look so much better online or your life looks so much better. That was my last hookup. He was so much better looking like his two-year-old, two-year-old pictures were like better looking than his 2019 self. Oh, no. Yeah. I was it that way. Yeah, so, so people hide behind this, you know, persona of, oh, this is who I am. This is their online profile and you meet him in person and it's, you know, it, it's not a full catfish because it really is the person, but... It's definitely misleading, um, you know, what they put out online as to, as to who they are. And it's it's frustrating. Well, now, since we're talking about misleading and catfishes, let, let's get into the list. So what sets the list aside from all of these dating apps now? So we are we're a traditional matchmaking company on a mobile application. So all of our clients that we actually feature only our clients on our app so our clients hire one of our matchmakers and we search and we vet and we set them up on dates so if any you can anyone can download the list app for free and be part of our database making it easy for us to find you to set you up with one of our clients but like free members in our database don't see other free members so it's not like this swiping like 
let's all swipe and see if we connect kind of a thing. It's, hey, as a free member, you, you get a, a client of the day and this is, this is one of our clients. We write a bio on them. And if they're interested in one of our clients, they actually through the app can message that client's matchmaker and say, hey, you know, I saw your aunt Josh and he looks like such a catch and I would love to be considered to go on a date. And, and here's, you know, my qualities. Here's why I think I would be a good catch for your client. And what we do is the matchmakers, we then reach out and we set up a FaceTime call because we want to vet and make sure that, you know, our client will be catfished and, and the person on the other line is who they, you know, who they say that they are. And then we ask, um, we ask questions. So there's always a human matchmaker in between every single connection mm -hmm. uh, asking questions that maybe you don't want to ask and cutting through the bs for our clients so that they don't have to you know cut through it themselves or, or do it themselves does that make sense so maybe there's a question maybe you want to have kids right and you don't want to be the crazy woman that's like <laughs> yourself having kids in in two years like that you don't want that to be your first question right the guy's running for the hills they're like oh my god you're already talking about kids but at the same time like hey you know you're 33 that clock is ticking and you want to have kids soon so you need to know like is this guy gonna you know is this guy gonna make things make something happen is he looking for like a serious relationship so those are the questions that the matchmakers can ask on behalf of our clients so our clients don't look crazy <laughs> i like it I like it. So it's almost like you're having a personal assistant assist you with your dating life. Exactly. They are, are they are outsourcing their dating life. So we are, you know, um, we're priced at a very, very fair price consider, uh, compared to other matchmakers. So how I look at it is really what's the value of your time and how much time do you spend? If you're a member for a year, it's 250, about $250 a month, which is not cheap by all means, mm -hmm. but to look at your hourly rate, but what do you spend um, a month? How much time do you spend searching and talking and having these meaningless conversations? And then what's your hourly rate? What we you know, what do you, you make at the office and times that by how many hours, you know, you spend online and, and that kind of gives you the value of, of outsourcing it and hiring someone to do it for you. Okay. I like that. Now for the listeners out there, is it only for people in LA at the moment or is this dating app, I mean, this matchmaking app available, uh, statewide or not statewide, but, um, nationwide nationwide. Right. So right now we're in Southern California. So we're in LA, we're down in, um, we have clients down in San Diego. We have, um, some clients, you know, up in, in Malibu and Santa Barbara. So we're really Southern California. We're going to be launching in um, about five new markets early 2020. Um, some other cities that are on our radar, San Francisco, New York, Chicago, Dallas, Miami. So those are just a few that we are considering launching in um, early next year. But yeah, as of right now, we are just, um, for the most part, in Southern California. And you guys have a major launch event that's coming up soon, correct? Yes, I'm really excited. August 15th, it's actually um, uh, right around the corner. So we're super excited. It's going to be at the Beverly Hilton Hotel in Beverly Hills. Um, you can purchase a ticket to attend. You can go to thelist.la backslash RSVP. 
Um, and buy a ticket if you want to attend. All of our clients obviously get to attend um, as well. So if you did sign up for the list and, and upgraded to an elite membership and hired a matchmaker, um, then you would get an automatic invite. But it's going to be super fun. We have an open bar. We, are, we have really amazing hors d'oeuvres that we're going to do. We're doing a slider station um, with some Kobe beef sliders and some uh, fried chicken sandwiches. And then we're doing a French fries. <laughs> I know. I'm really excited about the French fry station. Uh, <laughs> so, and then a, and a live band. Oh, okay, Constance. Um, I'm just gonna mark it on my calendar. I'm just gonna crash the party. I'm coming. coming. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming through. I mean, you had me at fries, singles. Let me just add people to the poly tribe. Now I gotta ask this too. <laughs> so, you know, Yaz and I are are women of color. And I feel as black women, it is hard. It is hard out there today. So one, do you guys cater to all people? Two, what I mean by all people too, does that also mean the LGBTQ community for our listeners out there who are like, look, I'm gay, I'm bi, I'm trans, and I can't find the proper matchmaker or the proper dating site to get me my my person out there. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, you know, we we love everyone. Ever the, the list is honestly for everyone and when you sign up on our mobile app, um, we do ask your gender and we and in one of the options is non-conforming. So if you don't want to identify with any of the genders, that's completely fine. Then we ask um, what you're interested in. So you could be a woman interested in another woman and you or it says both. You can be you can say you're interested in both. I really believe to each their own. Whatever someone wants us and we're we're hired to find a person what they're looking for. We're, this is the judge free zone. I always tell all my clients like, let me know, like, tell me all about you. This is a judge-free zone. We want to know about your life. This is kind of like a, a safety zone, right? Now, we don't go out and tell everybody your story, but the more we get to know about you and what you're looking for, we can get, we can ask the other questions for your matches so we can um, get to know if that person is looking, um, you know, for the same things. And actually, you know what? One of my questions when they signed up was, um, that there, you could put that you're in an open relationship and, you know, in, you know, dating multiple people. Mm -hmm. And guess when we actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention other brands on this, on this podcast, but. Oh, please we, mention, call them out, call them out, girl. When we, when I went to advertise on Facebook, uh, they made me make a few changes on the app and one of them was that now i'm not saying that that's a facebook policy and they said oh you can't say that you're in an open relationship mm -hmm. but um but the person that was at the, the one person that was helping me at facebook i don't again i don't know if this is their entire policy but the person that i was i couldn't get our app um, confirmed to advertise and they said that that was the reason because i had to take that out so now we just ask Again, the great thing about the list is you have your personal um, matchmaker. So we say, hey, you know, are you in an open relationship? Do you, are you are you married and and wanting to date you know other people or you, you know you and your husband and wife? Or are you, are you just in a relationship and have a boyfriend and girlfriend and you guys are looking to date? Because again, to each their own. Everyone wants something and everyone should deserve to be happy. And whatever makes you know that person happy is 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 what they should do. I love that. 
I love that because I feel also as someone who's poly and I'm not saying I'm a poly expert because I'm still very much learning the ropes about it, but it is very hard to find like-minded individuals. And I mean this in the greatest, utmost respect, but these apps like Thrinder and Tinder and hell, even Instagram meetup, there's... There's so many different communities out there, but the thing is, is that they don't really, when someone says that they're in an open relationship or they say that they're poly, they're really not. And it's usually the guy. You said what? Yes. Like they're poly, they're single, all that on their end, but reality wise, they're not poly. No. It's in a complicated relationship and they're cheap. Yeah. Uh Oh, really? Oh, I I've can... been meeting a lot of guys that have girlfriends, and I'll find out afterwards. But then I've had the conversation before we have sex. Are you in a relationship? What's going on with you? And they always say, like, they're single. But me, I'm a Scorpio. I do a lot of research. I, I investigate things. I notice patterns of people. So I find out eventually. And it's like, you guys didn't give me a choice of whether or not I want to be shady. Mm-hmm. And so now I like the sex, but then now I'm conflicted because you have a girlfriend and I don't want to be that, that chick, Yeah, you know, you didn't give me a choice to be that chick to just, you know, yeah, choice first, instead of putting me in the situation. And now it's like, you know, put all your energy on me and it's stuck there now until I can find something else to get it away. It's it's really messed up. And why start a relationship off with lies? Just mm-hmm. be open and honest. It's like not that hard, you know? I so- feel people fear rejection. Yeah. They, oh, yeah, absolutely. Reje- fear of rejection is like probably one of the biggest things. So a lot of people say that's what the best thing about a matchmaker because we get reject, you know, we take the rejection. If someone says they don't like our client, our client never knows. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That is so a beautiful like, thing. We take that rejection for them. And um, yeah, no, I mean, I love how open and honest you are about being poly because I think that there's probably a lot of people that feel like they can't come out. Maybe they're either in a relationship and they are, they feel like they can't come out and say they are, or they don't understand it. You know, mm-hmm. there's probably many people that, that I mean, I don't know if they're listening to this podcast. Maybe they are, but they're going, "What? What's a what's poly?" Maybe they're even googling it right now, you know. And um, it's good to speak up about all these different things. So when you know, if you do meet someone online and they say that you know they're poly or or whatever it is, is you know you're educated about it and you understand that if you do want to get into that relationship, just know what you're getting into. Indeed, indeed. I think that's also just the biggest thing. Again, it's just the matter of. Too many people lie online. So what do you do for, you know, people in Yazanai's cases who lie? Like, do you, like, do the matchmakers, do you guys have, like, some kind of disciplinary action that you take when a client lies to you? How can you tell if your client is lying to you? Or better yet, you know, these people who are taking advantage of the free version of the list and you know they say hey I was interested in so and so like do you guys have some kind of rules like they have to respond within like a 12 24 hour period how, how does that all work so like if Yaz and I were trying to make a decent connection with someone and then obviously that person 
ghosted us or they're not real. They're not telling us exactly. What do you guys do to like discipline or kind of get rid of those catfishing and cheating motherfuckers out there? <laughs> so, so for our clients, um, you know, when someone comes in to meet us, we do, we basically, we stalk them, right? So we're, we get scrappy. We look everywhere. We're looking them up on Instagram on LinkedIn, on Facebook, we're Googling them. We're, I mean, we're looking, reading articles. For the most part, you know, we ask them where they work so we can, you know, Google their name and, and their job and get kind of all the information that we can um, about them. So we do not do background checks. So that's um, something important to note. Um, as of right now, we don't do background checks. Um, so as far as our clients, that's kind of how we vet them. Obviously, we meet all of our clients in person, so we get 100% verified that, um, you know, what we're, the pictures that are online are 100% what they look like. Um, but as far as the free members, so again, we, we set up a FaceTime call, make sure that they look like their pictures, um, and we ask them a ton of questions on that call. Um, you know, where do you, all the information that you would want to know, where do you work? How old are you? How old are you? What's your Instagram? So we stalk them for our clients. Um, but you know, we did have someone about a month ago. We set up a, a guy with one of our um, female clients, and he was super excited, very engaging, um, was great on the FaceTime call that we had with him. And then he reached out to her within you know 24 hours, which we always say once we connect someone, we say. We want you to reach out 20, between 24 and 48 hours max. We understand that some people are busy and they need a little bit more than 24 hours. We get that. Mm -hmm. But if you reach out in 48 hours, we are calling you, texting you. Why haven't you reached out? Um, oh, I we like had a, that. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're on it. And we, you know, we had we had someone reach out to one of our clients who was super engaging, but almost too engaging. So he was within 48 hours. He was like. What are your favorite flowers? I'm sending you flowers. Oh, if I I would do anything if I could just come over there right now and give you a big hug. And she was screenshotting these messages to me because that is a huge red flag. Listen, I'm sure he's a great guy, but it was it, it, that's not realistic. Like, yeah, that's a little much. Yeah, chances are that an I mean an amazing chances are that just anyone's gonna send you flowers probably without meeting you first. Um, it might happen, but probably not. And so if he's just coming on a little too strong and, and getting sexual before he's even met you, like if he's want, he's like, I think he sent her a text that said, what are your three thoughts right now? Unfiltered. Okay. When, if he is sending you a text like that before he's taking you to dinner, delete his ass. So he wants to have dirty talk. Yeah. He wants to have dirty talk and he, they haven't even met. So, um, so what happened was is, is they had a, a that, this was like on Tuesday. They had a date planned for Saturday. On Friday, he just stopped texting her and ghosted her, and, and we kicked him off the platform. You know, we reached out to him. We called him. I said he he better be in the hospital. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Um, you know, he ghosted us too, and um, unfortunately, that happens. Um, so, you know, I sent him a message and I said, listen, that, that behavior is not tolerated on the list. And I went into her database and just deleted his profile. I love it. See, th thank you. We we need <laughs> that to happen because I, I, Yaz and I, like, we, we joke about this all the time, but for every week ass date that we've ever come across, we always say, damn, we should have sent a motherfucking invoice. Like, I want to invoice. <laughs> yeah. 
every time of disappointment. Man, I'd be a millionaire right now for all the disappointment, for all the failed, you know, I I have literally gotten myself ready and I have been, I was stood up for two hours. I was supposed to meet this guy at a bar. He never fucking showed. Didn't once text or call. He said, oh, I'm on the way. Then after that, after I told him, I was like, hey, I'm on my way. Nothing. Just flat out, nothing. And then all of a sudden, and, oh, and this happened in San Diego. I think I may have talked about it on the show, but um, before we wrap up, the guy wanted me to come over to his house to have dinner, gives me his address, tells me he's cooking a meal, sends me pictures of him cooking a meal. I tell him, hey, I'm outside. Where do I park? No answer. I said, okay, cool. Maybe you're still at the store. He texts me five minutes later. Oh, hey, I'm at the store. I'm just grabbing a bottle of wine. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Okay, cool. 30 fucking minutes go by. Nothing. So then I say, you know what? I'm getting tired and I have to work at four in the morning. You have a nice life. Thanks for wasting my time. He's like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I just got nervous. I'll, I'll send you gas money. I said, okay, cool. Send him a Venmo. I said, 30 bucks should do it. This motherfucker didn't even text me back. Canceled the Venmo payment. And just nothing. Flat out nothing. Flat out. And mind you. Mind you. I mean, I'm used to LA traffic. So a 20 minute, 30 minute drive is nothing to me. But to go out of my way and waste a whole hour getting myself cute. I even got waxed that night because I thought I was going to get some. Like, I got dolled up and cute, and this fucker stood me up. Flat out. Talked a big game and stood me up as I'm outside of his apartment. He's lucky I wasn't crazy enough to dial every fucking number and, like, find my way to his apartment. Yeah, that uh, that's same thing kind of happened to me. I was, you know, I uh, had a dinner reservation with someone, and I... Even, you know, I said, I'm on my way. And he said, me too. And I walked into the restaurant and I was like, oh, I'll just wait for you. I actually didn't even tell him I was going to wait inside. I just kind of went inside. And 15 minutes, you know, later, uh, I walked outside and said, text him, said, hey, are you still on your way? And, uh, and he just ghosted me. He did, he did text me the next day and said, hey, sorry about that. Something came up. But. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> but, I, I, I didn't even respond, but like I was full on stood up, like at a restaurant, like sitting there waiting, and no one showed up. Mm, the worst. I'm it's telling a- you, there should automatically be the minute, like on an iPhone or an Android, there needs to be the minute that you set a date, that phone automatically bills you. That's what should happen. I bet you, I bet you motherfuckers will show up to dates after that. The minute you set a date or time somewhere with another person, and if you don't show up in the phone, like, because we're attached to our phones, there's got to be a way. There must be a way. And charge it. That's what needs to happen. I feel like time is valuable, so why waste my time? And why should I not get compensated for wasted time? Period. And I do, But I do have to yell at you for... You going over to his house without even knowing him. Do you know? He, yeah, he could have catfish. He could have seriously been like someone super crazy. Like, I know. 
actually might have been the best thing that you did that he didn't yes answer that door do you know what i mean because yes that's another problem with online dating is the safety i mean look at like you know the murder in utah right there's people are crazy and a lot of times you guys you have to be so careful the person on the other end might not you know it could be and you can just go to honestly like freephotos.com and and find some pictures of someone random and pretend you're that person and invite someone over and you in that they could be a murderer i'm sorry but they could yeah that's and true that's- the good thing is what i do i always do this and thanks to catfish for it i always do a google image research uh reverse google search always Okay. okay. And I and okay. I have like and I have like um a phone app that would literally search your phone number so then if I don't respond to anybody who has you know online phone numbers if it's not registered under your name that you gave me I ain't doing it. Yeah. But we I got to say Constance thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking time and doing this once again the list the list, the list, the list. You can find her at thelist.la. That's where you guys can go to the site. And you said thelist.la um, RSVP, correct? To go to the party in LA on the 15th? Yes. Yep, to look at the, uh, for, to come to the event on August 15th. Awesome. That's next Thursday? Yes. Yeah, are you Thursday, trying to make a trip? LA. <laughs> So, yes. The I wish list. I had flexibility like that. <laughs> Girl, I was about to say, like, yes, she's coming now. Yes. Thank you so much for having you, so, you guys are so fun, and I love your energy. We love Thank your you energy. Too. Would love to have you come back on for sure. Thank you, guys. All, All right. And everybody, till next time, remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. And also... Just don't show up to people's houses that you don't know. Clearly. Just don't do it. Don't be like me. Don't do that. Just don't do it. But until next time, good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, Podomatic, all podcasts.